Our next storyteller. Next storyteller. Your next storyteller. Our next storyteller. Hello and welcome to The Narrators. This podcast collects stories from our live events where people share true stories based on a theme. In honor of Father's Day, today we're sharing a story from our own Sydney Crane. This was Sydney's first time telling a story at The Narrators. Her story was recorded live on February 15th, 2017 at Bumpboard Theater in Denver, Colorado. The theme of the show was Red Handed. Um, so I think this fits okay and with the theme. We're going to give it a go. Um, so my story starts, I'm 11 years old, and I'm hanging around the house. Um, the thing that I remember the most is that I'm, like, wearing this tie-dye neon blue and green, like, spaghetti strap shirt, and, like, I love this shirt. Like, I think I look so good in this shirt, and... You know, I got it, like, at back-to-school shopping, and I've been wearing it, like, all the time. And it's really tight on my boobs, which, like, at the time were the shape of bug bites. And it, like, also accentuated the little pockets of fat that, like, collected at my armpits, you know, and, like, dug into my shoulders. And I just, like, I felt, but I felt really good. I felt really attractive in this shirt. And it's a Saturday afternoon. I'm just, like, putzing around. I'm traipsing around the house in this shirt, feeling good. My dad's out back. He's working on his car slash, like, cussing at his car. And whatever it is that I'm doing, I don't really remember. I stop and because I have to pee. So I go to the bathroom, and I go to pee, and sit down, you know, pee, wipe. And then when I bring my hand up, I met with just a wad of bright red toilet paper in the palm of my hand. And... <laughs> I just, I start freaking out. My face gets all hot and my hands are shaking and I'm just frozen inside because I know that starting your period for the first time is awkward for everyone who has to do that. But I feel like my situation was a little bit more awkward because I didn't have like a sister to go talk to or a mom to go talk to. I had to go out back and find my dad who was like cursing at his car and tell him that I had started my period. And, um, so my mom and my dad had me really young. I, they were like in their late teens and they had a pretty short marriage and a custody battle that I don't really remember. But after that I landed with my dad and I was like five. Um, and my mom was a drug addict and she was really young and just like not equipped to be a mother, you know? And my dad in contrast really like was very responsible and rose to the occasion and became my primary caretaker, like, when I was five. Um, And before I go on, I want to make it clear, like, I I love my dad so much. He's a great guy. I love him to pieces, but he just had absolutely no idea what he was doing, raising a little girl. Um, He was and still is a punk. And, like, he named me after Sid Vicious. And, um... (laughs) He was, like, covered in homemade tattoos that he got in, like, some... I don't even know if you call them homemade. You know, tattoos that you get in someone's garage in Oklahoma. Um, But most importantly, he expressed his emotions towards me and, like, everyone else around him in three main ways, which were sarcasm with, like, a special fondness for the word stupid. The second was um, angry yelling. And the third were love you buys, which they were like, I love yous, but they were 
always really rushed because like you could tell he was just uncomfortable saying it. Um, and it just, so it, it always morphed into one word, which was lovey bye. And it only happened like at the end of a hug, you know, a really quick hug or at the end of a phone call. Um, and that was always great. Cause then we didn't even have to be like in the same room with each other when we were expressing our emotions. <laughs> um, so like, all of this aggression and this, like, avoidant behavior translated into some really weird moments when I was a kid. So, like, for instance, I kept a really messy room when I was a child. And I remember one time I refused to clean it with anything but, like, my toes, like, picking things up with my toes. <laughs> and my dad got so mad and, like, flipped me off and yelled fuck you at me. And then, like, <laughs> stormed out of the house. <laughs> and... Um, Another time he, I like watched Grease a lot, the movie Grease a lot for a while. And I remember I asked him what a virgin was. And like, at first he just acted like he didn't hear me. And then, and then when I like kept going and asked again, he told me that he didn't know. <laughs> and so like all of that, as a kid, like kids are, kids are smart. You know, you pick up on stuff and I picked up on that and like, I loved my dad and I didn't want to make him feel uncomfortable ever. So I just started avoiding all of the tender stuff that I knew would make him squirm, you know? Um, and then that same stuff started making me squirm too. So I started becoming like way more comfortable being guarded and, cold and thick-skinned all of the time and not really looking anyone in the eye. Um, and so, like, moving back to this moment where I started my period, we're in the bathroom, you're all there with me, I've started my period, and, um, you know, I'm, I'm freaking out. I don't know how I'm going to tell my dad. I, I don't know how he's going to handle it. Um, I know that my best friend's mom took her out for, like, tampons and ice cream when she started her first period. So, like, what was my dad, who wasn't even going to tell me, like, what a virgin was? Like, what was he going to do, you know? Um, and I remember I was washing my hands, and, like, I, you know, I'm freaking out. I'm in the bathroom. I'm washing my hands. And I remember, like, catching a glimpse of myself in the mirror in the shirt, in the, like mature sexy shirt that I thought was so cool and it just ended up it like turned into this really threatening image because you know I was like oh man like I look grown up I look so good and like also I've started my period like I'm a woman and like you know my dad can't handle that like he's I don't know what he's gonna do I can't tell him um and so, like, I latch onto this shirt as, like, the problem area. And I'm like, you know, if I go out there, like, in this shirt, like, he's not going to be able to deal. Like, I got to I gotta figure out what I'm going to do. And somehow I decide that, like, you know, what I need to do is to make myself appear as less than I really am, you know, like, as less than a woman. So I go downstairs and I go to my really messy room and I find like this mini mouse shirt that's on the ground <laughs> and I put the mini mouse shirt I change before I go outside to see him you know um, I change into this mini mouse shirt because I think that that's gonna make me more docile and palatable 
um, for my dad. And I go outside to talk to him. And the thing is, like, I never really, like, I don't remember ever being mad at him for acting the way that he did about emotions, for being so cold and, like, teaching me these, like, weird patterns. Um, I always, even when I was younger, I sensed that it was not out of, like, malice, um, but it was out of fear. And that same fear of being too vulnerable has really stuck with me. Um, it's a big part of who I am. And, um, you know, it makes me lose my words and it makes me freeze up and it makes me be stubborn and unkind to people that I really love. Um, and if I give it too much power, it can make me feel incredibly isolated. Um, and I'm sure that it can do the same thing for my dad. So um, that's, like, a big reason why I love this show so much, you know, because it it's all about, like, being here together and being honest about, like, awkward moments or funny moments, whatever you want to do. But um, it just, like, forces us to be honest together. And um, it prizes those moments that I was taught to fear when I was younger. Because the thing is, I, you know, I went outside in my Minnie Mouse t-shirt and I told my dad that I started my period and it was fucking fine. Like, everything was fine, you know? Um, he, like, paced upstairs for a while and I could, like, hear him. And he, was, he, like, called all of his friends and he was like, you know, Sydney, like, started her period. It's like, I need to go get some tampads. And, like... <laughs> He goes to the store and he, like, gets me the tan pads and I don't correct him because I, like, good job, Dad. You know, I don't want to, like, bring him down. And um, then we had, like, a really awkward high five. And, <laughs> and um, you know, like, we were a little closer after that. And the thing is, we, I spent, like, all of this energy trying to like tiptoe around like being caught in this vulnerable situation with my dad but I it still happened I still had to deal with it and it was better you know um actually like looking in the eye and dealing with it and um I just always try to remember that you know we're all a little scared of being vulnerable and that I, I just always want to push myself to be in that place, even if it scares the shit out of me. Cause I think that that's better than the alternative. Um, and it makes me feel more alive and I feel like that's why we're all here, man. So that's the end of my story. The Narrators was created by Andrew Orvidal and is produced by me, Ron Doyle, Sidney Crane, and Aaron Rollman, with help from Robert Rutherford, Scott Carney, and Jesse Witten. Karen Wachtel edited and mixed this episode. We'd like to thank our sponsors, Bumport Theatre Company, Illegal Pete's from the Hip Photo, and Great Divide Brewing Company. Our theme music is by Whalehawk. We'd also like to thank Megagem, who provided the outro music you're listening to right now. As always, a huge shout out to fans just like you who attend our live monthly shows, which take place every third Wednesday of the month at Bumport Theater in Denver, Colorado. For more information about our storytellers or the narrators, visit thenarrators.org and find, rate, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.